and all of my internet friends, welcome to another episode of the List Your Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, joined by my two favorite people in the whole world, <laughs> Chris and his wife, Elena, in Buffalo. Is this an intervention? What's happening right now? <laughs> no, no, everything's fine. Um, cousin, I uh, I cut you off. Uh, we've literally just sat down and faced one another. So where were you? Were you uh, telling me something? New York. No, no, no. I mean, like, where were you in the conversation? Oh, about candy bars. Yeah. So we were wondering if you would be handing out Elena's favorite. Not rageous. Reese's not rageous. They were really uh, important around, like, the 98 to 2002 era. (laughs) And now you can still buy them, but they just aren't out anymore. (laughs) So you could still get the not rageous? I thought that was long discontinued. You can on Amazon. I, I mean, think, they well, might be from 2002. I think people are putting them out of their warehouses <laughs> or something. So, um, so circle back for me. All right, this is a classic 90s candy, probably a late mm-hmm. 90s candy. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume there's nuts in it. What oh, is the oh. rageous composed of? Okay, so this is like the best part of a candy bar all put together. It's got this peanut butter nougaty core surrounded by caramel mm. and then dipped in like a chocolate peanut butter cluster mm. like a chocolate peanut cluster and you mm. bite in it and it's perfect how do you describe a sunset it's so good i mean <laughs> it's got light rays in it i mean <laughs> um who makes this who, who makes this candy bar is this Reese's? Reese's, obviously okay. they're the only ones that can do peanut butter peanut butter Sorgi, Sorgi, I'm going to need you to grab that last little bit that Elena just said. Take that video clip. I want you to at Reese's to it. And I want you to tell them that we just found the narrator for their new Nutrageous commercial. Because <laughs> that was exquisite. I am ready to go out and find some Nutrageouses right now. It's amazing. So she gets crazier on this time of year. And she'll go, She'll the candy will come in. And she'll be like, give it to me. Give I go me. through all the candy, and she's candy looking, bars. She's looking for it. And she's like, ah, this bag has no Nutrageous. Now here's the craziest part. <laughs> He invests to be known as one of the best houses on the block for, for giving out candy. We give out full-size candy bars. Of course we oh, do. Goodness. She's no stranger to purchasing candy. She's no stranger to searching on the internet for things. <laughs> Why she doesn't just go out and invest in her own nutrageous bar. I gave them away last year. I did. I mean, I kept most of them, mm-hmm. but I did give a couple right. away. <laughs> and like, the kids were like, What's this? You know the giving very similar to a Babe Ruth, I would say, but instead of just the nougat center, it's peanut butter. It's just amazing. You it's do fun. understand that giving giving out a candy bar that peaked in the late nineties is like <laughs> Shady. Like you and me and, and cousin receive <laughs> when we were trick-or-treating, receiving like uh, the only thing that comes to mind is a Werther's original, just because that's the most grandparent candy of all time. But um, yeah, exactly. Hello, Josephine. How are you doing this evening? We got bombarded here. I'm gonna yeah. have to replace her to the bed. Replace her to the bed. We do. So we do. Keep- um, I I reorganized the office because I got a new desk, but it also means now we face the door. So. Yeah, tell me about this new desk. Is this the uh, the standing uh, why, desk, right? Yes. Why tell you tell you about the desk? And I can show you. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> For those of you 
only on audio. Sorg taught me this trick. <laughs> uh, the camera is just ascending to the heavens. Uh, you're riding an elevator, okay. and your cousin is dis disappearing quickly. So this that is, is a Tesla desk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, well, it was in a Tesla office. So, um, oh, you know what? Since since my youngest here, my eleven year old, feels like yammering on, uh, Mason, I was going to ask cousin this question since Elena already told us what her all time favorite candy is. The very obscure nutrageous. What is your all time favorite candy? That got rid of him. You see? Um, <laughs> all right, cousin. No, he's going to come back. He's bringing a visual aid. Um, and, uh, I believe his grandmother in Erie sent a care package down of Halloween treats. And this is your favorite. What is it? York? The peppermint patty. The peppermint patty. Difficult to say. Easy to eat. Although, even the minis, if you have more than like two consecutively, it overwhelms. It gets a little <laughs> overwhelming. Um, you think you want that many that many peppermint patties, but you really don't. I'm not don't. really a mint and chocolate kind of person, but for some reason I will eat the Andes. They give you at Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, ask your mother. When he said okay. mini peppermint patties, what came to mind was the Junior Mints. I would go right now. I would oh, eat through a small mm. box of Junior Mints right Not now. Me. It's all about the peanut butter and chocolate. All right. Yeah. So, cousin, uh, we've heard from your wife. We've heard from my son. So, what is your all-time number one of your power ranking, your candy power rankings? What's I'll tell one? you. You know what? I didn't think I was going to be able to conjure it up, but I'm going to say. Wait, wait. I want to try to guess it. I don't know that you will because I don't get it too often. Okay. Because his meat ain't candy because he's a healthy dude. I'm going Whoppers. Oh, okay. Very good choice. <laughs> very good choice. But I don't think that's what you're saying. What do you say? Well, it's coincidentally very close to yours in the fact that it's got caramel, it's got a little crunch, and it's got chocolate, and it's the 100 grand bar. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. But here's also the catch. peaked in the 90s, by the way. <laughs> it's more prevalent than the nutrageous today. I, I've seen <laughs> 100 grand bars in the wild recently, and I also love the 100 grand. <laughs> I do too. But, and maybe you'll agree with this, maybe not, this could get controversial. Would you go full size 100 grand or, or the minis? Actually, I mean, I almost <laughs> never have purchased or enjoyed a full-size 100-grand bar only yeah. during Halloween when you get the minis yeah. and you eat those. And that, just feels, yeah, that just feels like the right portion. Yeah, but I, I'm telling I'm not you, talking about the fun size. Fun size would be too small. But the no, mini size... They didn't have fun size technology there back then. There are no fun size 100 grands. Not in the 90s. There was no fun size there were two, like There are, but I swear when you get them individually wrapped... They're either fresher or smaller or something. They've got better caramel to chocolate crisp ratio. Mm. So It's like my Kit Kat thing. It's like your Kit Kat thing. I have a Kit Kat Go thing. to Canada if you want a Kit Kat proper. It's true. Actually, we have now started manufacturing. Tell me what the difference between okay. So, like, you get a Kit Kat, and I find I don't like the wafer to chocolate ratio in the four-pack. It's just it doesn't, the do it. it doesn't do it for me. Like the regular Kit Kat that you've known your whole life. Mm -hmm. Well, then those celebrations came out. Like, they're, they're all these mini ones. It was like you get a celebrations pack of chocolate at Christmas, and it came with Milky Ways and Snickers and Kit Kats. Okay. But those Kit Kats had, like, more wafer and thicker chocolate 
I actually have an example I'll have to bring to you. And it is actually the perfect um, ratio of chocolate to crunch. Whereas the other ones are just too thin and they don't do it for me. So I would like not eat a regular Kit Kat. But I have would you, eat. Uh, have you ever tried the, uh, the highly controversial Big Cat bar so that is, actually, makes you feel like a little kid again? When you eat it, <laughs> actually, Keith, uh, Chris's brother, your other cousin, mm. brought me back one of those massive big Kit Kats from Europe like seven years ago or eight years ago. And I was like, You are the best. Like, that is the best gift you could possibly give me <laughs> because I like the bigger Kit Kat. It's really funny. But yes, I do have a thing about Kit Kats. I'm picky. If I'm going to eat candy, I want to eat the candy that I enjoy the most. I, you know, that's where I'm at. If you're going to eat candy, eat the best candy. That's kind of like my same theory when I'm drinking, you know, pop or soda. You know, if I'm going to drink, yeah. a, you know, drink a pop, I'm not going to get a diet pop. I'm drinking exactly. fully I mean, loaded. You might as well enjoy it fully. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get the maximum destructive properties, but I'm going to all going to get all the benefits too. Um, sure. Of which there are nearly none. Uh, cousin, I was going to try to circle back to this while you were out of the room, but I was going to circle back to the Whoppers discussion because not only is that a favorite of yours, but my wife, I believe if she were sitting here next to me right now and not crowding <laughs> our child, that she would tell you that the Whoppers is perhaps her favorite uh, candy as well. But I must tell you, when it comes to the Whoppers, is um, uh, many people do not like the Whoppers because the Whopper is a, uh, a a bit of a game of, of candy Russian roulette because you're either going to get a, a perfectly edible chocolate-covered malted milk ball, right? That's what the technical mm -hmm. term for that is. Or you're going to eat a chocolate-covered piece of gravel. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> there are the ones that are lower quality control. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, I don't think anyone is picking them off the assembly line. I think they're just like, get all these through here. In the chocolate bath. Every single one. <laughs> Every single one, like a, like a, like a, yeah, like a chunk of rock ends up in there, and you just, how are you supposed to know? Like the, the similarities, they're so close to each other. Because uh, I gotta tell you, you, you brought up another, I'll say, sore topic for me, and that is, I'm kind of cringing at anything crunchy right now. I just chipped a back tooth. No. Uh, and it's back here. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow, right in time for Halloween. And if they give me some kind of temporary thing where I can't have my hundred grand bar, I'm. I'm going to just lose it. <laughs> they are they are going to shut you down for a long time. Um, this was not good timing. No, that's that's terrible timing. Um, and I'm sure the dentists are, are happy because you know they get to squeeze in one more big uh, big patient before the the big rush, the big post Halloween rush. I'm sure they get you know whatever. Like you know the parents, you know they t you must take the parent tax from the kids. You know. Halloween candy. This happens. There are memes out there. Absolutely. Uh, we put one up on the uh, on the Facebook Absolutely. group uh, where it's like, you know, I forget what, what was the meme we put up. We're Sorg. He's not here to put it up. All right, um, it's okay. Uh, I think it was uh, <laughs> the fella who played Superman the last time and uh, the Aquaman dude. Uh, but they're on the red carpet and the one's looking very cheerful and Aquaman is lurking and uh, the the meme is just like over over the Superman actor. It's just like. My kid's Halloween candy and over Aquaman guy as he's like lurking as if he's about to jump on him. It just says the dad tax. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is a real thing. I mean, either you're going to pay like mom's nutrageous tax or you're going to pay, you know, the dad tax, but you just a ceaseless, you know, for every day that candy sits in the house, more must be taken out. I mean, it's just like you're, yeah. you're paying rent. Your, your kids are basically paying candy rent to keep their candy in your house and you're just going to keep eating it. Until there's nothing left, unless it's, unless it's the stuff that nobody wants, 
uh, yeah, which, exactly. which interestingly enough, is always the baby Ruth in our house. Baby Ooh, Ruth is never eaten. I was about to say that last year or the year before, I don't remember, Dominic was uh, trick-or-treating like after hours with a friend of his mm. and a friend of his and, and mom and I were walking kind of behind him and uh, they they went up and they trick-or-treated and got their candy and Dominic runs back to me. He's like, mom, it's giving up baby Ruth. You better go trick-or-treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try that? So my friend and I, we go up and we ring the doorbell. We're like, we hear you have baby Ruth. <laughs> you got the baby Ruths up here. Is it true? Yep. Here we go. So they gave me like a handful and it was amazing. <laughs> uh, let, let me ask you about another um, trick-or-treating phenomenon that only uh, that I only recently discovered once we moved into this neighborhood that we're in now. And that is the, uh, the friendly neighbors, uh, of which there are sometimes just a handful who are who are handing out beverages for the adults uh, yeah, who are out on the town? Is that uh, so that's your house? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have a uh, hot cider and and um, some rum in it usually. Yeah. For those that we know, obviously we're not just handing it out to uh, randos, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, hey, as we as we've said here many times, as we discuss our drinking habits during lockdown, <laughs> pandemics, etc. You know, we are grown men and women we are experienced mm-hmm. in our alcohol consumption we've been doing this for a long time we know <laughs> what we're doing i think i know what the acceptable amount of an alcoholic uh, uh, what the acceptable volume of a roadie is for me to uh-huh. still continue <laughs> to responsibly supervise my kids as i'm walking down the street on how <laughs> i can handle a light beer while i'm walking around you know it's going to be all right Absolutely. It's like a well, Fourth of July. You know, got fireworks of, and drinking. I mean, that's worse. Yeah. Speaking of ages, actually, Chris just be, had a birthday last week, and his his drinking age now became the legal drinking age. So nice. <laughs> you, you doubled up. Yeah. <laughs> spent as much time drinking as you spent not drinking. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm also. Yeah. I like to say that I'm the age of the answer for the life, the universe, and everything. Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. And if you read the book, he finds out that the answer to the question, "What is the right. answer to life, the universe, and everything?" The computer comes back with the answer of forty-two. Forty-two. <laughs> That's the answer. It's always a surprise. He's a cheeky man, that yeah. Douglas Adams. So. That, that's me now. I get, that's my favorite number, actually, now. So do you bring your own um, beverages on your on your trick-or-treat walk, or do you usually get served at each neighbor's house? I did not. Uh, like I said, this is kind of a new phenomenon for me. I, I was not even expecting it the first time it happened. Uh, <laughs> we were just, like, trick-or-treating, and then, like, we rolled up to this one house, and, you know, it was one of those uh, situations where it was, like, it was, like, one house with, like, both <laughs> – you know, like like the three homes had had coalesced into a single driveway, and sure. they all were all out there with their single tables. And in the back, they had like another. And then the garage, you know, you could see them back there, and they're <laughs> like, "Hey, what's going on there? Hey, what's going on?" And they're like, "Hey, come on, come back!" And they're kind of like waving this can in the air, and I'm like, "That's a beer. I'm going to go back there." And <laughs> This is fantastic. This absolutely is the right idea. This this is what should be done. You know, <laughs> neighbors. We don't want every house in the neighborhood handing out a drink. We it just need those, a handful. You know, it makes those cold rainy nights go a little bit smoother. Yeah, and they're exactly. always cold and rainy. I don't. Can we have one not cold, windy, and rainy day? Well, okay. it's been 
cold and rainy around here and I think everywhere else on the face of the earth uh, mm-hmm. this week. I would I was so optimistic that we would have at least a few minutes of clear skies and dry weather that I could go outside. Jen and I were like, we can go outside. Our son has gone absolutely bananas as he does every year. Our oldest in the front yard just created uh, you know the mother of all yeah. Halloween setups, and we just want to kind of you know use that as kind of a backdrop for the show. But it's rained, misted, sprinkled, every damp, uncomfortable, moist weather condition you can imagine has uh, presented itself this week. Uh, so at some point we'll try to put a little image up there, but it's it's fantastic. He goes yeah. crazy. We can't complain too much because it's still above freezing, and it really is the proper That's fall true. scary weather. And in fact, I think we even all have the moon agreeing this year around. So I think it's almost towards a full, full moon. moon. Yep. If it's not going to be a totally full moon, it's going to be really close, and the yeah. kids will not be able to tell the difference. I don't think so. You can always yeah. uh, add that. That should be part of the fun too. So what's going to be the um, what's the trick or treat uh, situation up there uh, in your neck of the woods? Is there like an unofficial official thing, or is the uh, yeah. Have they laid out some guidelines, or are the parents just like, screw it, the kids are going out? I mean, it's Saturday night. Saturday yeah. night, Halloween trick-or-treating. It must be done. There's no so compromising on that. About a month ago, our governor said that um, he would not cancel trick-or-treating. So, But then the city of Buffalo actually did cancel trick-or-treating a few weeks ago. And then, and then this week... Um, There's a trick-or-treater right now. <laughs> this week, um, our township sent out a, a letter that basically said, like, we don't encourage trick-or-treating this year, but we know that you guys are still excited about the tradition. So if you do choose to go out and trick-or-treating, do it between these hours and socially distance, wear masks, whatever. So they're not saying you can't. But the funny thing I found is that my township has never put a time uh, time window on trick-or-treating. Ever. Although all the towns around us do, our town, the town of Amherst, hasn't really ever said like five to nine or whatever. Yeah. And this year, they are, they finally did their, they said going out six to eight. Is what right. like, so this year, when you want more distance and more space, you're going to say, everyone get it done in these two hours. <laughs> You know, that's a really interesting thought. I, I never thought about kind of like the about townships that might have this kind of like loose uh, kind of rules on when it starts. Like down here where we live, out in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, it has always been six to eight. That's been the way it's been since I was a kid. And you would literally uh, you would wait um, for them. To, they would always test the fire siren at the um, at the firehouse at six o'clock. So you would oh, wait for that siren to go off. And then, like, yeah. the kids pour out into the streets. So it was kind of like, you know, the, you know, the runners on your marks, you know, <laughs> the starter shoots the gun and everybody just takes off. And then you've got, yeah, you've got your two hours. And, of course, there's, like, you know, you you, you push it as hard, far as you can, you know. And, you know, as the years have gone on, you see more people, you know, waiting outside with the candy, which is nice because there's no yeah. question of, is this house still open? It's 8.05 or 8.06. You know, they're still out there and they're just like, here, kids, come get, take my candy. I don't want this candy. Take we this, you know. have people until nine o'clock. I mean, it's never before nine that people, I don't even think about closing my door until 930. Mm-hmm. But See, we got some wow. hardcore, we got some hardcore kids though. I mean, they go out there. I, I want to come trick or treat in your neighborhood. Because <laughs> it sounds like you've got like, like down here. Like, you know, my buddies and I were like, okay, we've got at most maybe like two hours and change to get this done before like the 
literally in your mind, you're like, the cops are going to come down and just like push us off the street. <laughs> the row of horses is going to come in and just like, we're going to be out. So you've got to like, okay, we're going to start up this way so we can fill up the, the, the pillowcase, you know, up around this loop. We're going to come back. We're going to get back to our house. We're going to dump it out. Then we're going to go down this street. We're going to look back <laughs> around that way. We're going to double back. We're going to stop at your house. We're going to dump our sacks there. We're going to go back out. We're going to loop back around there. And then if there's time, we're going to go to another place. We're going to see if there's a, you know, crazy if stuff. There's like time. You we, have I think in Buffalo in particular, because it has snowed on Halloween. It's never if there's time. It's like when I'm, when I'm too cold or when, when my costume is too wet, I will go in. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never even thought about a time limit. It's funny. Mm. Different places. Yeah. Uh, so, so what kind of precautions are you guys taking? Uh, this oh, year? Uh, both for the handing out and for the retrieving right. the numbers yeah. bars and bringing them all back. <laughs> so uh our kids are going to wear masks when they approach houses but i think i don't know when they're walking around i'm not going to make them keep it on the whole time um we were just talking about our own house we just got an outdoor heater and i think we're going to set up a table in the driveway and it's easier to do with full-size candy bars than like mini candy bars because there's always like a multiple thing but like full-size candy bars is like you get one <laughs> yeah. And it always drives me crazy. You get that kid that's like, how many? How many? Uh, one giant one candy, candy bar. bar. That is their easy. <laughs> that one always gets me. I'm like, how really? many? Nice. I'm like, whoa. Uh, he's like, mm. wait, how many should I take? Just the one. Just yeah. one. Um, so because it's just one, we were going to lay them out on a table by type so that That's they can idea. grab them I'm without different. having to hand them out, I guess. I, I plan on sitting in the chair with, <laughs> a, with a beverage of some sort, and then there's going to have their choices on there. And I figured I'm just going to like, yell it out, and I'm just going to take one and throw it at them. Mm. It's going to be very sad. But I was thinking, like, why not make it like a boomerang? No, they have to you throw it, and they have to try to catch it in their basket. Sure. And it'll be in the grass. So even if it falls in the grass... You know. It was like that meme we saw. It sounds like you were like just about to say it. Uh, this is going to be the newest phenomenon, I believe, during this Halloween. Oh, yeah. Except for heat. Yeah, that's right. Right? <laughs> pretty heat much one of those words that the kids have come up with, cousin. So Pretty much sums up. Pretty much sums up 2020. Did you just leave like a sign on the sidewalk facing your house and just be like, be ready for trick or eat? Two more yeah. steps, you know, like so they're already stay on the sidewalk. We'll get it to you. Don't worry, you know. You're just like you know, <laughs> just just keep walking, and we're gonna we're gonna try to lead you on that one and yeah. get it in. I mean, yeah, I think the kids should be in favor of this because it will only allow them to move. They you go know, fast. They have to turn up a driveway. You just keep on going. Just hold out your. They think you as they're running away. It's not even. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep it going. Yeah. That's yeah. a better way to go. So, you know, the other way that we're talking about doing it that I don't think mm -hmm. we just don't have enough ambition or energy this year. But we did see those uh, news articles about using like a PVC pipe. And oh, yeah, we talked about that before. Did you know, um, actually, our neighbors were talking. They have uh, a second floor window above their front door. And they were talking about dropping, <laughs> dropping a bucket down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bucket? You know, good. I, I, I told you about um. Our house is set up in a way where I could do that. We could do that in our house yeah, if we wanted like to. A bucket, you just like wheel it down and then you pull it back up, like tree house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, you guys it. were not the only um, ones to mention the trick or yeet because I kind of put out the word to like everyone who's been on the podcast over 
the past several months and just been kind of like, what are you doing? And we actually like, I don't know if you guys remember Lori and Dawn, but uh-huh. she said that we are totally doing trick or yeet this year. We are just going to throw candy. Uh, right. I think I think Doug also mentioned maybe just like using a slingshot of some sort to, to project <laughs> the candy out toward the kids. Uh, and what happens happens. I like, you know, I, I was just going to leave a bowl uh, leave a bowl out and 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 just kind of like not be there and assume that the kids will be you know they'll be fine because we have many children to supervise uh, on our trick or treating this year, um, so I don't anticipate that we're going to be home at least not for the early part of the uh, well you have a two hour window um, you have a ring doorbell right we do have a ring doorbell I was thinking of stalking the ring doorbell and like if they go to take more than one be like you're going on the list you know. Like, <laughs> How many candy bars is that? We also have a um, we we uh, this is going to be terrible because I don't have it here to show it off, but it's uh, sitting in the other room. We have uh, we found at a at an estate sale uh, an old like skeleton prop, uh, which we thought was cool. It was after Halloween. We got you know let's get the skeleton prop. We bring it home. We find out not only is this a skeleton prop, this skeleton has a built-in speaker and a microphone attachment on it, and when you talk. This skeleton moves its mouth in along with your voice. So like run that cable into a a hidden room. You know, exactly. Turn on the ring doorbell and let the fun begin. Basically. I am so socially distanced. I'm not even outside. (laughs) I I won't scare the kids at will. It sounds fantastic. Hopefully we get to try it this year. That kind of reminds me of that America's Funniest Home video where the dude was pretending to be a scarecrow on the front porch, mm-hmm. and he got up and scared the kid, and the kid punched him in the face. <laughs> he chose the fight portion. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. <laughs> I had a, um, there was a Halloween where our oldest, um, the more enthusiastic about Halloween child, um, we got to um, one of these houses that is like, they are like a serious Halloween house. They've got, you know, every, you know, decoration and not like the friendly scary, like the ultra spooky, the fog machines are going, you know, you've got to like walk through the, like a very spooky haunted, you know, graveyard like scene to get just to get to the porch. And then you don't know what's there waiting for you. It could be, I mean, there's a, there's a lady there, you know, dressed as a witch seems friendly (laughs) enough, has a bowl of candy, but you don't know what else is coming. So our very cautious son, he sees this, what he doesn't see, at least not immediately, but as he gets, um, starts walking down the path, he sees a, a basically a, a, a refrigerator sized box. Just sitting off to the side. And, you know, anyone, you and I, you know, being adults and very cautious can see this and be like, that is a man-sized box. (laughs) There is something coming out of that. And uh, I'm proud to say um, our son, uh, he was no dummy. Uh, He saw this box. (laughs) He saw the lady on the porch with the candy bowl. And he was like, he sprints Mm -hmm. full speed down the path, gets to the bowl. Like, she's like, not even saying Take a piece of candy, happy Halloween. And he's got like a piece and he is booking it right back down the path. <laughs> he's moving so fast that by the time this, this this dude is dressed in a giant rabbit outfit holding a chainsaw, okay? That was what was coming. That's scary, okay? That's worth avoiding. He didn't know uh, what was in there, but this is what came out. By the time he's coming out of the box, Noah is 
past the box on his way back to the street. And he comes out with the chainsaw. He's like, yeah. There you go. Nowhere to be seen. That's so funny. Did you say that Noah cut it a hair close? <laughs> he cut it and ran. And um, it was a cut and run. And it was a hair close. I did, I did get that. Thank you very much. Um, you need those houses on uh, on your in your neighborhood too. You need the very very spooky house. We have one yeah. that's like four houses down, and the little kids um, they're in second and kindergarten down the street. They're like, I think we're brave enough to go to that house this year. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just I can't remember <laughs> which one of our kids it was, but we went up to the house before, and it's a, it's a teenage kid who's dressed all up and all that kind of stuff. And he Jason hides. Mass, he, he tries to scare the older kids, and he's a really nice kid. We know yeah. him. And we went up there, and I can't remember who it was, but he ended up scaring one of the kids, and they ran away. And, and I just looked at him like, and he was like, sorry. <laughs> I, I like to hear, like, the kids, like, trying to figure out if, like, the house is worth it. Like, they'll see, like, a uh, – this also happens when uh, – well, you, this isn't a problem in Buffalo, but out here in the outskirts of Pittsburgh, we got some hills. And you got some houses that are on some so – we have a house – that is like the it's like the, the house is on the top of the hill. The steps are like this angle. You know, you gotta do this thing. Uh and, and the kids are up there just like trying to work it out, like, what's she giving out? Is this worth it? Do I need yeah. to how scary is this gonna be? Is it a full size bar? Um, are there Reese's cups up there? Or is it <laughs> gonna be like something I don't even want? Like, am I gonna get like whatever terrible candy? They used to yeah. get before everyone got in line. Um, I don't know. They're I still was, like seeing that, working that out. They're giving out the uh, the can the hard candies that have um, jasmine, not jasmine. What's oh that? my god, lavender, lavender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those. That would be. I just saw that meme of those um, no. those like little nougat ones that are like they they were described that like they're made out of cement and taste like butterscotch or something but um they don't eat they're just in wax you know what i'm talking about those little like wax circle things they don't even have a name on them i don't even think they have a, like i couldn't even tell you what brand of candy they are but um apparently somebody makes them and they're not proud of them so they don't put their name on them. <laughs> <laughs> that is odd isn't it that's, that's very crazy um I don't think you'll see many of those many of those unique candies this year you're gonna see a lot of straight up just here's your candy I've seen some people talking about, you know, like they're going to double back. Not only are you going to get your, your your candy bar, you're going to get it like in a baggie. So they're going to like double seal the candy. It's all good. I, I think uh, I think everyone's going to take the right precautions. I, I'm I was like I was I think I was almost saying this like I was going to put out, you know, just the bowl. Then I heard about the table method. I'm like a table sounds even better. So we're going to just mm -hmm. you know, take the next step and make sure everyone feels uh, super comfortable and super. Yeah. Um, no regrets. We don't want any Halloween regrets. I mean, so. I feel like we can definitely handle Halloween without being a really big mm -hmm. opportunity to spread germs. You know, like I yeah. feel like you can wear a mask and gloves, whatever. You can do whatever you need to to so the, be safe about if it. If people are worried about the candy, obviously you can even transfer the candy. Even if you coughed all over it, you could put it in, in, in your there. garage for a week. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean... You maybe take a couple pieces out and you spritz it with your Clorox or whatever so the mm -hmm. kids can have it. I don't know. But my point is if anybody's super crazy about it, just wait two days. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, yeah, I, I feel like like when people were even suggesting the 
possible, you know, no trick or treating on Halloween. I was, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm trying to be pretty cautious, but at that point I was like, I'm putting my foot down. Like people can do this. We can do it. This is not beyond safely. What could they possibly do though? Like what's the illegal component of this? If I, if I go out on a random day and I knock on someone's door and say, do you have any candy? And they go, why? Yes, here you go. They wouldn't stop you from exchanging the, the candy. Yeah. You know, so it's like, there's really no grounds to ever even stop That's it. true. It's not like you're congregating. I mean, protests are allowed. Well, I mean, and I guess I guess they could put on a curfew for one night, so they would have to actually actively pull in a state of emergency and say we are shutting down. This they could do that. Yeah. They could say you're not allowed to go out tonight at all. That's true. That would be pretty heavy duty. Yeah. I don't think they're ready to pull that. And trigger. why? And for what? And why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, lawless yeah. trick or treating even better than regular yeah. trick or treating. It just feels, it just feels right. So this is, this is what this year is for. Is this? I have a friend who uh, lives in kind of a rural area and her kids go to a private school and they have two different cohorts that are completely separate. And they decided, one of the moms tried to arrange like a trunk or treat type thing where they went to a parking lot and everyone had mm -hmm. candy. Well, then one of the parents complained that the whole reason that they have the two separate cohorts is so that they never see each other. Oh, cohorts being like like, like one group that, that is like, no, well, they, they go five days, but they're just in yeah. two different classes so yeah, that yeah. there's like mm -hmm. minimal spread. They split them up more. Gotcha. And so now they can't even do that. I'm like, that's, I don't know. It's kind of silly. It's a little overreacting. It's a little bit much. <laughs> well, I hope it goes well for you. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy for us. Not only are we gonna have our two boys, I, I said we're gonna have a lot of kids in our party because we are not only gonna have our two boys. I'm taking we're taking out our niece and nephew. Yay! Because my younger sister uh, has a friend who, for some reason, is deciding that like Halloween is the day to get married. That is the day, and not yeah. only is. Is that my, happening this year? But this happened to my sister, my same sister, another friend, last year. So this is a <laughs> Halloween weddings, to which I say, who are these friends of yours? Um, yeah. anyway. Well, my niece's dad is getting remarried on Halloween as well. So they'll be trick-or-treating with us. So it's kind of a, a similar situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So we're going to, I mean, they are they are much younger. They're uh, three, yeah. Probably close close to a year and a half, maybe getting there. Anyway, we're gonna have a wagon. Uh, yeah, um, that, that's and, a whole uh, different a wagon. Strategy. Regardless, you always bring the wagon. My mm -hmm. kids are super old, and I still bring the wagon because that puts the, the booze and the candy in. Um, so maybe, the yeah. and the raincoats, umbrellas, and all of it. And you just put your candy just right put in all there. right in except the for, wagon, except for the certain candy bars <laughs> going in my pocket. <laughs> Exactly. See, I, I, again, uh, your 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 the, the terrain difference between Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, the wagon around the uh, the streets of Buffalo or the streets of uh, suburban Buffalo, no big deal. In generally, the average size of your quads and calf muscles in Pittsburgh must be at least twenty percent greater than those in Buffalo. More muscular, not just fatter. No, like Buffalo's fatter. But no. your, yours are more toned. <laughs> my, my legs are pure muscle. I, I could lift a house. I mean, there's no doubt. <laughs> so, you know, um, the best part about Pittsburgh, and this is like every house, I think that even go out of the way if someone somehow put a house on flat land, is you can walk in through the front door, and then if you wanted to, you could go down the basement, and that turns into the 
first floor on the on the back side <laughs> and it's like you can walk in here go down to the basement and then walk out there i mean it just blows my mind every time <laughs> is your house like that i don't think so but uh you know you can definitely enter from the i mean we've got we've got front door we've got side yeah. door and then okay. of course because we're on the, and the slope goes like this so yeah. if you go down down a floor yes you have back door and you have garage down there that's yeah. your base. That's my point. You don't have. You have a basement, don't you? Have a basement. That's the whole. That's the whole magic of Pittsburgh. That's every yeah. house in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's just normal for you. You don't. You don't even see. You're like. I don't oh, think there's nothing weird about it. My basement, and then I go out the door. I mean, for you, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all normal. That two-hour Halloween trick your trick or treating hours for only two hours. Totally normal. That's just the way it is here. But <laughs> I'm jealous. I want to come here? to Buffalo now and trick or treat with all of you. For five hours. That's what I want to do. Yeah, but then you go in the basement and someone shuts the door on you. You're just trapped. Like, yeah. you have no other you, way out. You'd be like, oh, that's no problem. I'll just go out. Where's the door? That was cheap from the basement. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, it sounds like everything's going to go great uh, for you guys. I'm sure it'll go great for everybody else. It's going to be fantastic. Saturday night Halloweens are the best. So it's getting close yeah. to 10 o'clock here on the East Coast. So I must you all do and thank you very much for uh coming on and talking to me endlessly about candy and trick-or-treating and everything else this was fun oh, happy halloween happy halloween <laughs> happy halloween to everybody else don't forget to check us out on instagram facebook twitter also and subscribe to the podcast and all the other fine podcasting products from sorgatron media uh sorgatronmedia.com go check it out thank you mr very much mr sorg for uh man in the buttons tonight enjoy your cross-country journey that you're about to embark on i'm sure there will be nothing that goes wrong uh as you attempt to uh reach the pacific so um that's Um, all for us tonight (laughs) to all the parents out there i say thank you very much for listening and we'll see you around Bye. bye This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.